1: Remember when Andrew, when we were joking around that Andrew was a cider clut?
0: Yep. That <laughs> <I> was a
2: <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now I'm, a, now I'm a seltzer clut a little bit. You're a seltzer clut. Ashley actually would be a seltzer slut this time. Is it that
0: Florida seltzer brand, right, that Tom introduced you to?
2: Oh, that, and that's why I've gone from a clut back to a slut. Yep, yep. You've <laughs> from, gone a from a clut cider to clut to a seltzer slut. Seltzer Selt. uh, that kind of did it. I had been, I don't know, putting my, my toes in the bubbly, low ABV water, if you will. Sure. Um, Which is why I kind of like it. The Florida seltzer is the shit. Um, Which is a brewery out of Wisconsin That's producing that It's so tasty But when I was back in Omaha I was like I'm just gonna lean into this hard seltzer Then I can have a beverage in my hand And not get fucking super wasted And feel extra terrible so it was just like, Brian and I were just like, cool, we'll just do the hard seltzers and then Lowell's do a shot of tequila every now and then. And honestly, it worked out beautifully. Oh, I like that.
1: Do you know what my favorite flavor of that Florida seltzer is? They have a, it's just called Band-Aids. Does it, <laughs> doesn't the Florida, what are some other Florida seltzer flavors? I
2: like uh, f- Medicare melon <laughs> is a good
0: one.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> A bath salt bath salt blast
0: is a good one. That's a great that's a great Florida flavor. Uh, un-
2: unvaccinated punch is a good one.
1: <laughs> out of con- out of control rascal raspberry is pretty good. <laughs>
2: Oh, and then, of course, the all time favorite Gatorade is.
3: Yes. (laughs) Welcome
2: to Sidework Podcast, guys. I am your host, Andrea Wallace.
0: Hello, I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Joining and,
3: us, joining us. Oh, let's, like let's, he,
0: let, let's let him introduce himself. Okay.
1: I mean, you've seen me in a Walmart commercial. You've seen me <laughs> in uh, another commercial. It's James Dunn and I'm back again. And I, God, look at it. I'm so glad to be back.
0: <laughs> we last all spoke on Zoom um, in the before times. I, I don't think I'd gotten my second vax yet. And now we're talking to each other, so close to just seeing each other in in, in real life. Can we get that uh, set up?
2: I hugged James without a mask on on Saturday, and his lovely wife.
1: Yeah, we had
2: a little impromptu dinner.
1: <laughs> we we had a so little. So we'll all we do it. A, we'll
2: all do it soon.
1: Well, I yes. can't. I can't wait to see Brooke. I just can't wait. Um,
0: Yay.
1: It'd be so much fun, yeah. No, we, me and Andrea hung out. We had a good time, and and Brian and and we hugged and we played darts, and we it was just it we eat. we ate
2: chicken fried steak and pie.
1: We ate chicken fried steak and pie. You
2: hey guys from fucking <laughs>
0: Kansas?
2: We were that night. Nice. I mean, Nebraska's not Nebraska's not too far away from Kansas. Let's you know, it's just truly. Just
0: I love up. to hear that. I um, fun fact about me: I'm I'm trying to keep the demons at bay at the moment uh i forgot to take my uh daily medication yesterday which is in um it's a cymbalta 20 milligrams which i've been on for going on five years i, I rarely ever forget it and the next day you know when you take it <laughs> it really hits the bloodstream hard oh
3: wow so <laughs>
0: it's uh woo, a lot of bats in the belfry my heart's racing um yeah cool great. Anyways, I I think this year I'm fully looking at finally walking off, walking back my meds. They've done so much good for me the past couple of years, but I'm realizing I have the tools I need to handle my shit. And, and you know what? Great. And if I don't handle my shit, I have no problem being on meds. There is nothing wrong with it, Right. but I am ready to uh, give it a go and see if I actually need them
2: or not. But for the time being, for today's purposes, what you're saying is if this in this Zoom chat where we can see each other, you might just rip your shirt off like suddenly. Right? It might just you might just hulk out a little bit.
0: I'm very warm. (laughs) Clothes are
2: clothes are a prison. Are you are you eating while recording James I messed Dunn? Up. I was, I'm
1: having a quick quick plug. Yes, I was. I'm eating a blue diamond uh, honey roasted almond.
0: I very quickly from the back thought you were about to turn around a can of cat food. I thought maybe you were eating some fancy feast.
1: <laughs> fancy feast is my favorite flavor of Florida seltzer
2: it was scary to go to the grocery store. Sometimes you couldn't get those orders in the night before you make, you make do with what you have. Mm -hmm. It's been a year. Um, Also Brooke talking about like, um, you know, maybe not being on like prescribed medication anymore. And then James eating his self prescribed medication, which is what is it?
1: (laughs) Uh, Blue diamond, honey roasted almonds. (laughs) and i didn't I mean, have i didn't have one yesterday and I just had one now and it is hitting the bloodstream baby let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna- oh my god
0: they just got they just got that endorsement for free okay so okay. are you boy- what, are you drinking a monster what are you drinking with those almonds
1: no look uh, it's that liquid de- liquid de- it's that sparkling water that? All the hipster it's a hipster thing you don't get it,
0: it it's water it's canned water. <laughs> It's canned water. You wouldn't. I don't know. It's canned water,
1: but I buy it for the can.
0: <laughs> this is a lot of free endorsement. Liquid death, dude, and blue diamond nuts.
1: <laughs> By the way, have you, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen my new Burger King shirt?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Kids, get out of here.
1: Uh, Cross all of this out. Just beat me. I'm sorry. No
2: way. It's too late. This is going in. You're gonna get canceled. Just wait, um, honey. And, honey, or not,
1: honey. Will you tell me when the Stophers, <laughs> when the Stophers veggie lasagna is done? I'm famished, and it always hits the spot.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: All okay. right, guys. Enough, enough. I think we've, we, enough is enough. Let's jump into some headlines, shall we? Yes.
0: Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Uh, okay, great. Some fun headlines I found. This is, this one's coming from the UK and I love it so much because I feel like it sparks, thank God, not an argument about tipping, but about how when you go out to eat, how people basically in the UK and America This is an opinion piece. We've been paying the tab all wrong all the time. I know. They're like this whole, like basically the premise is every other country. How do they do this? First of all, has an understanding that if one person picks up the tab, the other couple or the other friend makes a mental note. I've got next. And that's called classy tipping. None of this split down the middle. We each throw our, fucking clunky credit card onto the thing it's i i don't know how else to explain this but it's apparently we're the weirdo odd ones out who don't know how to pay a tab correctly
2: according to who the country that we separated from hundreds of years ago Ex-
0: exactly <laughs> exactly no, i
2: get it yes and it is and i i think it's classic to be like i got it you got it but I also kinda, I, I like when people are just like, here you go, goes, split it, don't even think about it. Don't even look at the bill, just split it. I think
0: that's nice too. That's fine. It's, mm-hmm. I, I think what we can agree to disagree on is the itemizing. Correct. Cause I think what I do, we have non-drinking friends. I always double check, you know, if you do a quick math or it's like, Hey, you do not tip. We take the whole tip on. Cause you didn't have anything to drink. However, yep. it makes them comfortable. That's my one thing is if there's someone who's like, I'm a vegan and I didn't touch any of this food or they're an alcohol, sorry. And uh, a, a sober person. I said, or if they're an alcoholic, <laughs> I'm in a non drinker. Um, then I think I think these are these occasions when, yeah, you kind of have to be like, hey, why don't you just say 30 on my car? But I know this article's like telling us we're all a bunch of classless turds. Yeah, I
2: do agree with like the whole like here, I made you a list and here's everybody's amount and here's making your life easier, which I have done in the past when I was younger. But this article is even saying that even like Hawaii is keen to this. So I'll do whatever they do in Hawaii. That's
0: for sure. It's called taking turns. People get hip with it. What you do is you put that. Okay. And here's my one thing that I will say about this. This is how I always encourage the no, 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 no. We'll, we'll pick up this tab this time or come on. Why are they not talking about be like, I'm going to pick it up. I want points on my card. You bitches Venmo me. I know people who do that on purpose for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Or they could just if they see an American coming in, they could hand them an abacus on the way to the table. <laughs> 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 and just each item gets pulled over, every couple has a different color of bead <laughs> and they know roughly by the end.
0: I do, I do think it like I I uh, I have many feelings about this cuz I do I I know when people are like, I'm being so nice and helpful. And I wrote this fucking syllabus on the back of the, on the back of the check with the last four of everyone. You're like, oh my God, just put down two credit cards and then go sit in a parking lot and figure it out. Get the fuck out of the restaurant. Right. Yeah. And you
2: don't know what kind of POS system they have and how it can like, what kind of hindrance you're putting on the server in that moment to be, here's a stack of credit cards. Also, look, I'll pay the card and we can trade these. But when I, I, that fucker on my own every time I'm gonna be like who had twelve liquid deaths and we all know who that's gonna we be. We all know
1: who it was. Also, I mean- also a big another big thing is just the one person pays and everybody pays them through a cash app it's so much easier to just deal with your own little stuff outside of the restaurant yeah and-
0: leave your baggage at the door You You're yeah <laughs> seriously so i i like I'm, I'm sort of now getting on the side of like yes mock us you know leave that shit for the parking lot like i said go do it you know don't do it on the restaurant and the servers fucking time okay okay people, throw down one card Two tops. It makes perfect. It
1: it makes perfect sense that the country that left the Paris Clean Air Act is bad at paying a bill, (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. We're
2: back. We're getting
0: back in. We're back in. We're doing the work. Paris Accord. We're We're groveling, baby. We're
1: -hmm. not there yet.
0: Okay, and this is just a funny thing because these were two headlines that came out of the UK. but another one that popped up was uh, a vegan diner in a restaurant in the UK basically asked the, the bartender like, what items are vegan for me?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll go and double check with the chef in the back. And he came back with a menu for her where he had circled the items which were safe to her, safe for her to eat as a vegan but then uh, but then like a piece of receipt paper with his handwriting also fell out <laughs> and it just the cook the cook had, re- had written on it the vegan shite has been circled <laughs> and she found the note oh, and she yeah. was if you can imagine as, as a vegan she was offended um, and she got so mad so mad
2: Here's what I think is hilarious. She is quoted as saying, which I find to be one of the funniest things maybe I've read in a long time for a chef to have that mentality is quite shocking. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I know. I was
0: like, oh, no. Oh, oh my. Yeah. She left feeling extremely disappointed, demanded, you know, an apology, even though they. They went out of their way to make sure she knew on the menu. She doesn't she saw, she she got behind the curtain. It was an accident. It wasn't yeah. aggressive. It was not meant for see. her
2: to see. Those were not meant for her eyes. That's when everybody laughs behind the scenes, which really has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with them and how they get through their day. I like, mean, let's be
1: honest. The second you sit down at a restaurant, you've got a nickname. <laughs> the staff is giving you a you know. I mean like you're either I like mine, you know, eyes too close together or, uh, <laughs> or, uh-huh. or, a su- or a large bag on a napkin. Like, you know, the, uh, or you've got a nickname as soon as you sit down. Vegan shite is the least of it.
0: Seriously. Don't, don't, don't sweat it, honey. Oh my God. So funny. But yeah, she's like, I mean, on top of it, all of my allergies and what have you. And it's like, Oh boy. All right. Um, the vegan shite. The vegan shite's been circled. <laughs> so I love it.
2: The vegan shite's been circled. Meet me um, at the clock tower at midnight for your nachos for one, which is one of the top circled menu items is nachos for one, which we all know can never feed just one person. Let's be honest. If nachos for one is the size of a trough, I'll believe it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can never have enough. (laughs) Like nachos for one sounds, it's like the saddest appetizer you could ever order. (laughs) Honestly,
0: I'm more offended. I'm more offended that someone suggested nachos for one. Yeah. Insane vegan (laughs) shite.
2: Also, how, yeah, how dare you decide what portion of nachos is for one person? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, anyway. All right. This is enough with this vegan shite. Let's move on to some server. Submitted. Stories. First story today hello i was listening to this week's episode and heard andrea's story about bartending with a cut finger and this reminded me of the time that i had to make food for my graduation party with food poisoning At the time, I was working at a bakery, so I figured I'd have I'd save some of my money on my grad party by doing most of the cooking myself. It was on a Monday uh, of Memorial Day weekend, so I spaced prep out over the weekend. However, at the time, I was also a high school student looking for a good time. So I out of necessity, I brewed my own wine for my friends and I to get drunk on. The night before I was supposed to prep, I decided to have a few drinks before bed. The (laughs) wine usually tasted god-awful, but it was all I had. (laughs) I went into my mother's pantry and found a bottle of sparkling grape juice that I had assumed was left over from New Year's, so I used it to cut the wine. The next morning, I woke up with horrible food poisoning. (laughs) A full evacuation, if you will. (laughs) And it did not get any better for... Days At one point with my head in the toilet, I heard my sister say that she'd never seen me that sick. (laughs) I later found out that the grape juice I used to cut the wine was expired. My hoarder mother kept a bottle of sparkling grape juice that expired in 2004.
3: (laughs) 14
2: Uh. years! 14 years! It's before I drank it. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, I pushed most of the cooking off until Sunday night and had some help prepping from friends and family but I was so neurotic that I still insisted on doing all the baking and most of the cooking myself and that is how I ended up in a church kitchen overnight working as hard as I could while taking breaks to go to the bathroom or lay down on a pew to rest (laughs) this was the same church where I attended Catholic school for nine years and as a gay man I was uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) Although I did get to shake my first oh I'm sorry. Although I did get to shake my fist at a giant crucifix and shout, fuck you and your father too. Something I'd wanted to do for years. <laughs> sorry if I got a little long-winded. Oh. Love everything you ladies do. Godspeed and good tips. Alex, the stoner server. Oh, oh wow. yeah, Alex. That's a fuck. That's fucking crazy. Is it? Well, I mean, I, I feel like if you're making your own wine, then you might as well just mix it with expired <laughs> with sparkling grape juice.
0: Is that another flavor of Florida seltzer? Homebrewed wine?
2: Yeah. <laughs> closet wine. We actually have a friend, James, and I have a friend that makes closet wine. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: told me about this Sunny D disaster.
1: He also makes it out of V8 Splash. <laughs>
0: Oh uh, my God! How do you brew your own wine overnight? I don't get it.
2: Well, yeah, it's not it,
0: overnight. It takes okay. more than a, it <laughs> takes
1: more than a day. Like I think this should be a lesson to everybody. If you're drinking your own homemade wine. Of any kind. Although I guess it was the tainted sparkling juice that did it. Make sure the next day there's nothing going on. Like just <laughs> make sure that's a day for you. But also I was wondering, 14-year-old sparkling grape juice in a bottle, that seems like it would just turn would into just wine. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> or at least some sort of delicious vinegar. Right. Um Yeah, for sure. I imagine when you I would hope – And I like the visual of him, like, pulling it out of the pantry and, like, blowing the dust off that's (laughs) been all all over it. Oh, man. And I got to say, for to have so much pressure on you to, like, make your own graduation party so amazing, which good on you, Alex, for that. Um that's like I feel like that's my energy. I would be like I'm graduating, I'm throwing the party, I'm making everything perfect and then I feel like I would push through this bullshit too. Um shit. Great yeah. story. Good one. Good
0: one. Moving on. Here we have one. She starts off answering the call for fresh stories. Since I previously shared my nightmarish buffet tales and my tiki bar troubles with the Honey Boo Boo family, I'm now going to draw from my college restaurant serving experience. I'm an extremely clumsy person by nature, honestly not sure how anyone ever trusted me to carry a tray full of martini glasses or present an expensive bottle of wine to a table, but somehow I fooled them into keeping me around. This leads me to my dreaded spill stories. The first first that I'll share occurred when when a woman asked me for an extra side of buffalo sauce, a giant ass ramekin full of warm, bright orange liquid. Somehow, I managed to lean over the table in such a way that the entirety of the sauce fell directly into the customer's expensive (laughs) handbag, covering (laughs) literally all of her belongings, fucking buffalo says i apologized profusely bought her entire meal as well as another round of drinks and desserts i tried to pay her with every bit of cash i had in my apron but she refused she was extremely understanding and laughed it off she even left me a massive tip afterwards right so my next spill story was the polar opposite of this interaction this time I poured a refill of water and what couldn't have been more than a quarter size amount of water splashed out of the glass and onto the guest's phone. First of all, I'll pause right here. You get your motherfucking phone off the table. You people. Yeah, there's liquids anyway. involved, asshole. Ugh. Okay. So she gets a quarter size drop onto the guest's phone. Now mind you, this phone was visibly battered like someone ran over it and then duct taped it back together (laughs) completely shattered hey no judgment from me but this thing had nothing on the previous designer purse that I turned into a literal hot wing the guest didn't say a single word to me about the water droplets accumulating on her phone but suddenly I was approached by my manager who said the guest was insisting that I give her financial reparations for the damages to her cell- cellular device. Jesus Christ, my manager treated me as if I had committed an unforgivable sin and I left the interaction having the horrible hide in the kitchen kitchen and swallow your tears moment, which we all know. My favorite line cook saw me and when I explained what happened, he immediately asked what table. Oof. The next thing I know, he's walking out of the kitchen with a five gallon bucket of white rice. He sits it directly in front of the cell phone chick and with a smile says, I hear this is great for water damaged phones. I'll take care of your bill and you can keep the rice as a parting gift. This turned my mood around so quickly and I will never forget my sweet kitchen friend. Thought you may enjoy one or both of these tales. So glad I do not have to experience the anxiety of carrying something to a table again. Godspeed and good tips, Emily.
1: Um, I (laughs) want... To spend the rest of my life hanging out with Buffalo Sauce Lady, like,
0: <laughs> and and, the, and bucket of rice chef, and bucket, bucket of, of rice, rice guy, and Buffalo Lady, uh, like, do they know that they might like be a great couple?
1: <laughs> if you spill buffalo sauce on a lady and she smiles and is like, "Oh, whatever," she's <laughs> she's in name.
2: your life forever. I'm gonna name the cell phone person Waterworks. That's what I'm gonna name Ooh. them.
0: Waterworks. Um, also nicknames all around. Phone grifter. Like clearly, this, grifter. Per- this person needed a new phone like yesterday, and so they were like, "My chance. I'll take it." I mean, yeah. I, I bet I bet that piece of shit phone was a decoy that they put out everywhere and like move it around trying to get sauces and droplets to land on it <laughs> so that they can just Very collect possible. money. What, I'm telling you.
1: what a convoluted scheme, though.
0: People the, are here, fucking nuts. We've seen it all at this point.
1: Here's the deal. Okay. Water, waters and droplets. That's <laughs> what we deal in now, baby. No, I get it. People are, people are totally pieces of shit. I just can, now I'm picturing buffalo sauce lady in a kiddie pool full of buffalo sauce and just like splashing around and loving it. I
2: kind of also fuck that manager though. I'm just going to say that for just like, and that's what managers just like for a manager to be like. To, to, to just be like, I'm just going to project what that person projected onto me, onto you. Like, that's right. not a manager's
0: job. like Ag- Agreed. <laughs> to be like, I'm going to make this 23-year-old go broke instead of using probably the corporate restaurant I work for to offer some sort of compensation, which is the, the classic sign of a shitty manager. Yeah. That's, I don't know, buffalo sauce is so... Fucking good, delicious. I, it was every time I open my beautiful leather purse and it was just—I'd be like, and I smell it.
2: <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. uh, I mean, um, that's way better than like a lipstick, like mel- opening up in your purse and getting all over everything. Uh, let's let's admit that.
0: Agree. <laughs> I'll take the buffalo sauce.
1: Uh, I love
0: that story. Thank you for writing in again, Emily. Oops. All right, James. We picked one out for you too.
1: Wonderful. Lots uh, of good.
0: Lots of good uh, characters you can inhabit in this one.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, my here comes my education, uh, to put to work. Hey there, ladies. <laughs> Hey there, ladies. I've never worked in a restaurant, but I love to learn about the wacky world of food service and just how much bullshit you guys put up with on a regular basis. In parentheses, I'm now extra nice and always tip 20% or more since listening to the show.
3: Oh yeah! End
1: parentheses. Now for my story. I work at a garden supply store in the middle of nowhere, Northern California, which means I sell soil and fertilizer to black market weed growers and the occasional old lady that needs something for her orchids. Now, these kinds of products attract an incredibly diverse crowd, from the school bus-dwelling hill folk that only come back to civilization when they need (laughs) sustenance, to the organic tobacco grower, to lower-level cartel bosses that boast about making a million dollars every two months, but constantly nickel-and-dime me on 45-cent plastic pots. One of my regular customers was a slightly overweight East Coast Italian who calls himself Fat Pasta.
2: (laughs) Wait, what's his name?
1: Fat Pasta. (laughs) Fat Pasta. Fat pasta. (laughs) Fat Pasta. And boy, did Fat Pasta like to drink. To him, I suppose I was his best friend, little brother, neighborhood therapist, as he would come into my store, shit-faced drunk, ranting and raving about who knows what, and I would have to defuse the situation. (laughs) One such episode, after I finished calming him down, or so I thought, he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, you know what? I love you. You're like family to me. Then he proceeded to pull out a a loaded handgun and wave it around my store, wildly yelling. And if anyone hurts you, you just call me and I'll put a bullet in their fucking head. I swear if anybody fucks with you, you call me. I quickly shuffled him outside and told him to give me the gun. He hung his head like a toddler who just had his favorite toy confiscated from him. I removed the magazine and bullet from the chamber, then handed him back his empty gun while telling him to never pull that shit again. And he's lucky that it was only me in the store because anyone else would call the cops. He sulked away, muttering under his breath. I was just trying to say I love you, bro. (laughs) Anyways, that's just one example of the bizarre world of retail I inhabit. Love you guys. Good, Godspeed and good tips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fat pasta. <laughs>
1: a fat pasta.
0: I'll fucking kill him. I'll fucking
2: oh my kill god! Him. Don't show,
1: don't spill buffalo sauce on fat pasta. <laughs> you're you're a goner. Oh, uh, what,
3: can ooh, you imagine
1: honey. the the steady hand this guy has to, <laughs> to see I a mean, waving gun to remove the magazine and out and of the pull it from
2: the chamber. I mean, this is some cinematic shit happening in the middle of nowhere in Northern California. I'm just saying right now. And I... Where I, you're selling dirt to people.
0: I, I think about that all the time. And, you know, you know we will dive back into more retail um, episodes in the future because we love it. And it's, it's the crossover version of what we do. But in so many ways, like, people who work in retail, they've got to be fucking tough. That guy runs a store alone in the middle of nowhere for his whole shift his you know so you've got to be a tough motherfucker and be able to deal with a lot of people and their weird needs there's no one to back you up except for fat pasta but fat pasta is the
2: problem man northern california is fucking weird especially I where he they're describing where they work it's all like like he said shady weird farmers nomads shut-ins guerrilla like oh yeah oh yeah After, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. they're definitely like they're like militias but then also drug cartels like the, it's it's cops and robbers out you know way up there in the woods of north carolina north north is- northern california <laughs> oh, sorry sorry my brother i was like was i wrong did i read no, it wrong no no, no northern california You can see how I uh, slip of the tongue there.
2: Um, Can we all just say this fresh batch of stories was so incredible. Um, So if you guys have any stories, this is what we love. This is what we wait for. This is our favorite thing. Please send them our way. Sideworkpod at gmail.com. Or like Brooks has said in the past, we're even into you DMing us them right now.
0: I might have changed my mind again, but... Oh, I'll sorry. let you,
2: know. I'll okay. Let you know. okay. All, All right. Know. Pe- uh, decision pending. <laughs> Do what feels right.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Okay, guys, diving into the topic of the day. We're yes. talking about the new normal. This is our
0: post-COVID show-vid show <laughs> I think that's the greatest title I've ever made for a show. Um, And obviously we know the pandemic is far from over, but guess what? The country's opening up. So Whether
2: you like it or not, motherfuckers. Exactly.
0: So we thought today, we think after like 15, 16 months of trying to keep up with what changed and how we pivot, we're actually going to take a breath a nice deep one without a mask on, you know? And we want to unpack this elephant in the room, which is restaurants and dining out. It's been forever altered, you know? And I think it's time to take a temperature on what's actually good about it and maybe should have always been the way restaurants and bars operate. So we thought it'd be fun to just kind of do a weird roundup um, of everything that has Sort of been considered the new standard in dining. Um, now that the world's opening back up, a lot of shit ain't going back to how it was. I mean. Anyone else can I, feel free to talk to me.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Sorry. I was just like, you're right. It's happening. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean like I, L.A., well, California in general, is opening up next week like 50 baby mandate mandate gone i mean they're leaving it up to restaurants and other you know businesses have their own protocols as you will most restaurants are still like wear your mask until you're seated mm-hmm. if you have to get up and go to the bathroom put it on we've talked about all this stuff but yeah i'm uh I'm ready to get back out there. I went to dinner last night and it was fucking great. Like I'm everybody it's, it's popping, it's popping off out there, you know, talking to a girlfriend who was in New York last week and their mandate is also gone. And she said the day that it was dissolved, it was like a beautiful, like 79 degree, like low humidity day in New York city. And people were fucking everywhere. Like having the time of their lives. So I think that there's one side of it that's just like, we're not used to this, it's chaos. And then the other side is this like beautiful emerging at the same
0: time, yeah? Well, I think like definitely some lessons are being learned uh, suddenly because it went from like, yeah, we can just probably drop in. Nobody's really clamoring to eat or eat inside anywhere just yet, even though you could. And Sean and I like didn't have a plan in place on Saturday night and we suddenly were like we can't get in anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no room in the end you know and we had like one of the classic like and I, we were walking back to the car and i was like who do you think we are it's fucking saturday night we don't have a reservation we think we're just gonna fucking sit down and enjoy a meal we're fucking <laughs> idiots yeah uh, well it's a new
2: world to navigate it's a new world.
0: and and to be fair places that never had a reservation policy many of them are implementing it now for safety reasons to ensure that they fill all their tables while they're while they are still trying to maintain their space so that they're not over stretching what they're capable of doing you know because many restaurants up until the 15th at this point had to have the last meals out of the kitchen by 9 p.m tops yep which you know it's been really interesting to go from like oh yeah we can sit wherever and this patio is empty and then we were like oh my god people we're losers we don't have plans we had to like walk of shame back home and I, I forget what we ate we we ordered a frozen oh we'll bring this up in a bit as well okay but anyways oh. <laughs>
2: anyways let's oh. jump in let's let's dive in to how things are have changed and probably will stay this way let's let's start off uh qr codes i'm
0: for them at first i was like i'm tired of looking things up on my phone like i had like a real childish reaction like there couldn't be anything easier than (laughs) scanning and looking and i was like "Eh, so much work um now i'm like sit down and scan it okay we learned how to do it not touching those dirty fucking menus bitch
2: I mean, I also just learned uh, this is just me that I don't actually have to take a photo of the QR code. It'll just scan and I can hit the link up top. And I was like, oh, cool. Because there was a minute where I was like, I have so many photos of QR codes in my phone. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's like I don't think I had to. I think I just did it. You know, yeah, I didn't um, get it either. It's OK. It's OK. And that's and I think that's really what it is. It's just this ignorance of like getting back out there. And people are like, "Wait, let us what do I do? Like, how does this work? Like people just don't understand what's happening, which is, which is fine. Um, and there will still, if you request a paper menu, you will be brought one. I'm, you know, like they, they still exist. There's just less of them.
0: There's less of them. And you know, at this point, I don't blame any places that just have their shit written on the wall and you kind of go up like a McDonald's, you know, at this point, Um, there's a great place. Oh, can we all go here together? I would love Mm -hmm. this to be our first date together, even tonight, if you want. But um, there's a great place in the neighborhood called Waltz, which is like, um, it's like beer Mm. pool.
2: I just heard about Waltz and how fucking great it was. I just heard about this place.
0: It's so fun. They do great hot dogs, good beer, natural wines. Um and they've yeah, they've got pinball, but a really nice outdoor area as well. Their whole situation, it's like boom, scan the QR code and you order as you go. You can kind of mm-hmm. keep a tab open, um, but it's just going straight to the bartender and you're just like pinging them, being like, bring me a beer, bring me a wine and they just the, the, the bartender is not even saying, anything to you. They are literally doing the best version of the job, which is like, here's your thing. I'm bringing it to you. Wonderful. And then you close out on, on the app. I love it, it. It puts it, it puts 18 to 20% on your choosing and you're not even paying attention. You just close out. Boom. They've 20%. You're gone. You walk out. You're just like out, That's
2: you know? And you don't have to wait, you don't have to flag anybody down. It's beautiful. And the best thing for the bar incentivizing is, like, you can't just fucking dine and dash. You need to, like, you're not allowed to order a drink until they have your financial information. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, no more coming back the next day completely hungover going, <laughs> did I did I leave my credit card here? <laughs> my, my life is falling the fuck apart
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is a different version you show of yourself when that happens
1: that's for sure (laughs) um i i went to a place uh me me and andrea went up for a beer Uh, they have a qr code i thought it was
2: we went to tony's we went to tony's
1: we went to to tony's I, i thought it was great i do know there may be a slight i mean learning curve for some of the older folks out there who don't exactly know, but it's the, the easiest thing in the world to pick up. And also, you know, this isn't a huge issue, but the more that we start doing things like this, the more like waste in general yes. is created. Um, not that, you know, like menus are choking blue whales right now, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, that sort of thing makes a difference. And the more little decisions like that you can make are more environmentally friendly and um, better in the long run.
0: That was definitely one of the points being made is that I feel like the service industry was on a really great trajectory of going that way. But the pandemic made that suddenly every single part of your eating and dining experience for carryout had to suddenly be hermetically sealed in extra paper, plastic, just to be following health and safety guidelines, which yeah. to me still stayed kind of crazy because we were like, guys, we know it's airborne. Well, we, can we stop it with the fucking, you know, the theater? Yeah, but of- we don't need
2: like giant tongs to like hand you your to-go bag.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe unless my Taco Bell bag is closed with a sticker. Um- <laughs> Uh, I just I don't feel safe.
2: I will say the one thing about the QR codes and look, it was a little bit of a problem with James. Is that like he doesn't know which bartender is going to get his order, and he doesn't get his regulars' extra four ounces glass.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, how do I tell them I'm a regular? My name is on the glass.
0: Is there is there a is there a memo option? Oh, uh, well, probably
2: it'll be. It's fine. And you said it, it is hilarious.
0: I think you. I think the the solution James is sending a selfie and be like, James, I,
1: regular. I, I, Look. I try that for a small period of time they had my headshot on the wall for like oh. three days. Um, and oh then yeah, the,
0: I remember that.
1: And then the owner was like, get this fucking thing off of here. Dude, um
0: that is one of my oldest bits. I try I was trying to do, like doing bits to get hired for late night, trying to get like food uh like you know hot dog carts to hang my head shot up. Like just one <laughs> just like one. Headshot and it's just me on a pretzel cart, but um,
2: like you taking a bite out of a hot dog. Oh, she's a character
0: actress. Let's bring uh, that back, guys. Let's all oh get our my headshots God. printed and go see which restaurants will hang them for us. That would be <laughs> amazing. Um, oh, here's maybe here's a hot tip, right? Whether you're comfortable or not, keeping um, stuff in your Apple Pay if you have an iPhone and do the Apple wallet, I was always like, I don't want my info in there. And now I have it in there and it communicates with the apps, Mm -hmm. which means that you don't have to every single time type your name, look up your credit card number. Cause that's where I was starting to get mad was every time I was in a new place and had to um, manually enter every single, you know, my address, all that shit. I was like, Uh, this is a bummer um but if you keep stuff in your iphone in your uh apple pay uh, the apps usually communicate with it boom one and done
2: yeah it's nice and secure in there too so awesome. <laughs> we think we don't know we think, we think all right next uh on our list more outdoor dining it's
0: great
2: I mean a lot of cities are extending um, the option for alfresco and are working hard to find permanent solutions for alfresco dining so it can stay forever. This is my dream come true. Especially for LA, which was a barren wasteland of no outdoor dining when I moved here and I was very confused
0: about it. It it makes none of the sense. It's it all comes down to the way this city is run because it's like you go to Santa Barbara and it's like everything is outside all you do it's like fire pits year round and you're eating your oysters and drinking your Yeah, fires
2: on the beach and And yeah that's
0: how you picture california when you've never lived here right and then you come to la and you're like the ocean's right there how come i have to eat inside what the fuck Mm. is going on with this city Mm. like it's a very odd thing there are so few outdoor eating situations especially on the east side over here So,
2: I mean, and it's only making us look more fucking European and cool in the long run to have
0: these options, which I'm all for. It's very cute, you know, because like, let's be honest, you're going to get every type of diner hopefully coming out now. And what's great is it still caters to the tier that maybe don't feel awesome about going into a restaurant yet, even though everything is fully open that they'll still go out to eat because you've got these permanent alfresco now now zoned as solutions like the city is working with the bike lanes the roads making it very clear and putting barriers out so hopefully you don't get hit by a jaguar um barreling into your or table or eaten by uh, one or eaten by <laughs> one they come down from that mountain girl you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um it's been it's been really cool to just see places yeah it just I don't know I people people might not understand but it was a total yeah there was a barren wasteland out here missed opportunity
2: I, I will say at dinner last night that our outdoor table was like the restaurant is on a little bit of a slope on the sidewalk there's oh, a little funny. hill that goes down so it was a little like you kind of had to just be like just, you know, use your, shift your body weight in a certain way just to make sure you weren't, like,
0: tilting back a little bit. I was like <laughs> dining al fresco in San Francisco.
2: Yeah.
1: You were like, oh, uh, I better not order anything round. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: oh Oh, no i ordered a plate full of hard-boiled eggs oh Oh, no there there,
1: there they go (laughs) could you split our check
2: oh boy Um, okay
0: uh to go cocktails oh go ahead who's the person who's Who's the diner, right? In this scenario, you're two-top. And you're like, we'd like to split it three ways. I'd like to give you three of my own credit cards if you can parcel them differently. And then she would just like to put $2 on hers. <laughs> or
2: you could say we want to split it three ways and he'd be like your server or he or she, whoever they are would be like well there's only two of you and they'd be like yes but we'd like to change that tonight and it's your way of being like yep. we want to fuck you yeah um which is not okay to do to your server no what a- <laughs> no no no
1: yeah I, I, i'm gonna do that sometime just for fun go to a restaurant by myself and be like Could we split this three ways? (laughs) I've I've got a a credit card for each of my lives.
2: You guys think this is funny, but people really do this because they're like, I only have this much money on this card and I only have this much money on this card. So it actually happens much more than you think. Yeah, that happens,
0: no, that's that true. Happens, I'll do that at the grocery store or like at a department store where I'm where I know I'm <laughs> buying shit I shouldn't be buying. And like uh-huh. and like I'll put a little bit from my actual bank account and then the majority <laughs> on my credit card.
1: I remember, and just since we're taking this this segue really quick, I remember like having like 80 cents left on all these Visa gift cards. Yes. And being like <laughs> Uh Wait, you like, can you swi- squeeze
0: out of this? Can you squeeze yeah. anything out of this one?
1: Swipe these three and then tell me the remainder.
0: <laughs> They're like, it's still $47. Now. <laughs> oh.
1: I thought there okay. was I thought there was more on that one. No. Anyway, anyway, digression.
0: Uh I think I think this is an interesting thing too, right? The outdoor thing, what I've also noticed which I kind of don't know how I feel about yet, but because of COVID, even though we're at bars, you just stay in your pod. Nobody's talking to strangers. No. Or rubbing shoulders or, or, and so in many ways, it leaves like unwanted interaction, like the welcome. It's going to take a while for people to get full handsy, invade your space again, but now we almost have more of a right to be like you're not part of my pod even though we're fully vaccinated and who gives a shit that's gonna be my new line be like you're not part of my circle yeah
1: yeah i agree i mean it does cut down on a lot unfortunately i'm that guy i'm that i'm
2: taken you guys if i pull up a little real estate you say that a lot (laughs) i'm
1: famous for the oh we should have went with that that looks great <laughs> uh, you know, when you, when you see, the and then you lean up, in for the
2: handshake. James, James Dunn, nice to meet you. Um, I, I, yeah.
1: I lean in for the French kiss. Here's my headshot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Join us. All right, guys. Uh,
0: to go cocktails and bottle shops. I love it. I love that it's here to stay. Um, the to go cocktail, I, I'm working on it. I'm trying to stop with the home drinking, okay? But sometimes the couch calls and mommy wants one of the delicious bar drinks, but at home, you know, and this really ticks off a lot of boxes for me is to go out, be social until I've had my fill and then take a little bit of the bar experience with me.
2: I love that. And I drink you're it while like- I'm driving
0: uh uh-huh. oh yeah.
2: Well, it's, it's summery again for everybody. So again, I love the idea of like, if you're in a walkable neighborhood to be like, we're gonna walk on down and get a couple to-go cocktails and just
0: drink, drink while we get our steps in. How fun, you know? But like, or to even have such better options for a park hang, you know? Like, cause you you're really close to the Hyperion public and their cute little mm-hmm. to-go bar situation. I was so, after I did a facial with you, I almost pulled over to get one to go, you know, just because I was like, it's I can't resist. It's high quality stuff, but full of the road. Um, <laughs> I don't mean actual <laughs> drinking and driving, you know, but you get no, what I'm saying. But take it with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the bottle shops are so fucking smart too, because if you've got a situation set up where you've merchandised and figured out like hey here's a cost price if you come into this store like obviously it's not probably going to be insanely different from the menu price but if you're like we'll take a whole another bottle of wine we love this you know and we don't want to just have it here at the restaurant only I'd like to buy a bottle of wine for home and my dinner party or what have you
2: totally and even just to be like oh now there's you know even areas that didn't have like cute bottle shops with like smaller batch options like this is the solution to that and for again cities to loosen their liquor laws and keep it as a permanent solution is really amazing so get on out there and spend that money you guys and this is also what have been, has been keeping bars afloat during during all of it so it should be this like permanently adopted thing of just like as a saving grace. That's just like a thing that always is now. So. All right. Next up, higher prices. This is very real, you guys. Um, it's harder to source certain items that might be coming from across the country or even the world. Um, and even having to as 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 wages raise as they should for employees. We're going to see the effects uh, when it comes to what items cost on menus um so yeah this is very, a very real thing that we're just gonna have to get used
1: to i mean and it's you know i bought I b be- i don't know if any of you have been to the uh hardware store recently like everything's gone up in price like wood is insane like oh, it's yeah. just it's just the state of the the world right now because the the the, the works are still all gummed up and slowly but surely it'll start to get back to normal but that's just so you know that's just the, the way things are right now and uh, and and also it's not the server's fault <laughs> so when you go out to eat and you do like order food and you notice the bill is larger than it should be you still have to tip the right amount you can't you know like i'm sure there's people that there taking this opportunity to be like oh god well Maybe we'll just tip a little less. No, that's not the case.
2: I can't believe that this glass of wine went up a
1: dollar fifty. <laughs> like,
2: I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's happening. Um, but you know, the thing about like uh, the plus side to I think certain items being harder to source when it comes to like maybe. Vegetables, fruits, protein that we're coming from so far away is hel- better on the environment because it's more local sourcing. And then we're getting more local farms um, involved in the food that we eat, you know, in the area that we live in, which is beautiful and what we all want anyway. Right. At least I love that. Absolutely. Um, so that's great. So on the same kind of, in the same vein, there's fewer menu items happening on menus now so to pretty much create a zero waste kitchen which sounds amazing to me and with rising food costs there's going to be tighter smaller menus out there just to ensure that what's being bought is actually being sold at restaurants
0: Uh, it's great I love it. I love, a, I love a nice tight menu. Oh,
2: it's,
1: me too.
0: Just make sure you are excelling at every single item, because yes. I have been to one or two places where they're not doing much of anything on the menu very good. And you're like, so you're like, when we go back next time, do we want to try? And it's like, no, we tried everything. It wasn't great. Oh. <laughs> and then we're out, three strikes not good but hopefully
2: yes execution is is amazing and you know we all have a small rotating situation um next better working conditions and benefits for workers insurance well, paid sick leave higher wages Da i mean we're, we're pushing for
0: that but for some
2: yes but for some think, yes for others no but yes slowly but surely hopefully we're building toward it for it's everyone. on
0: the way
2: yeah absolutely and I think and we'll see I think with I hope with like everything opening up and mask mandates I dissolving I hope that like more stuff will start happening quickly more people will get on the ball like I know we have talked and did a whole episode about this but and the understaffed and the restaurants like really needing more help than ever um hopefully it'll all just even out and everything will be okay right guys everybody okay what they want right guys (laughs)
1: Well, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I mean, I know that my restaurant clo uh, we were all laid off because I was working I was working in the kitchen when the pandemic hit, and I was laid off and then the restaurant completely closed. and so I only really know that reality, but I also know that a lot has been learned over this past year um, for the worker, for the small business, and the key is to just keep harnessing that energy and everything we've learned. Because people know how important these workers are now, or at least they should, how vital they are to the economy and how vital they are to the society. So this is a huge wake up call, I think, as far as labor is concerned, at least it is to me. I know that, you know, this is all being debated, but so that's how I feel about it.
2: Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Next is takeout. Takeout, in my opinion, just as important as dining in most restaurants, I think, need to. If not, keep it like, I feel like it's still like 50-50 for a lot of places. Whereas like your income is like, you're doing half takeaway, half dine-in until things really change.
0: You know, and I think too, for restaurants to pivot who were like, yeah, take our takeout was not necessarily our bread and butter. It's uh-huh. you take your leftovers home, but adding this entire option, you know, they figured out a way to make it work, which is really cool. I think so too. Some people are still going to be homebodies, but want a yeah. nice meal. You know.
2: Oh yeah, and I think just to be like, oh, we 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 know and have relied on this restaurant to give us what we need, even though we and we all like to go every now and then, regardless of a pandemic or not. And like you were saying, just to like have, you know made it their own and like perfected it is 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 great is a great option um plus who knows what's around the corner (laughs) Uh, (laughs) sorry I've had a lot of coffee at this point guys and I'm trying to stay positive but my head is spinning the coffee is going through my veins and hitting my bloodstream like really weird I'm just gonna say (laughs) um cleaner than ever you guys that's a fun thing for restaurants to be sparkly
0: shiny clean all the time
2: yeah we would hope you know i
0: mean we were saying like if you never did a deep clean in your restaurant covid sort of made you so you mm-hmm. could have people actually come in and dine um I, I, listen constantly wiping down services for the sake of just germs in general. I'm here for more of that. You know, I laughed, like I said, at a little bit of the theater of touching everything and someone's just right there with a spray gun, you know, cleansing it. Uh, It's like, we don't have fingerprints left after this year in captivity and hand sanitizer. So like we can find a happy medium there. However, but cleaner than ever, I'm also like, can we congratulate uh, the world on finally learning how to wash their hands after going to the bathroom? Yeah, or sneezing yeah. or coughing.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, or just not washing their hands for a while. You know, just re up that just re up that hand washing. Um, normalizing mask wearing, and I think that's. I mean, I think that we're it's there. You know, I I think that. I think it's per restaurant I think you know When I was in Omaha There was absolutely Servers not wearing masks but you know Here it's the norm I think it's just Per business and what they choose to do And we all just need to be like okay Whatever
0: you know To just like to literally Be Just just be chill with it you know It's just huge huge Things have happened to this industry Where it, it It really was to keep people on the job and to keep them safe. And servers really were pawns in the middle of all of this. They were just trying to work. They were just trying to do their job. So if a restaurant and their servers have decided we personally would still feel better, us being masked while everything goes to full capacity and no masks for everyone else, don't give them shit. Do not give them shit. It's just I'm just saying, like as much as one restaurant might have a different choice, respect the restaurant's vibe. And this, like we're saying, normalizing what they choose is uh, just going to be a part of part of our future. You take
1: any of those non-mask people, and you have them go to Subway and not yeah. have the sandwich artist slip on those gloves before they make their sandwich, they're going to freak out. <laughs> Like I want, yes. don't make, you know, so it's like, why is that a thing, not a thing? And it, it is, oh, I mean, God, we've been talking about this for a year and a half. The mask thing is so ridiculous to me, but yeah, I know. I understand. Like I do what the CDC is recommending. And if they're saying it's cool, then that's fine. No mask for now. But the thing is you get, if you want to wear your mask, you can do it
3: forever. Anything
1: anything usable in there? (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) uh, I'm always going to keep for the at least for the foreseeable future. It's going to be keys, wallet, phone, mask. You know, like if I'm Mm -hmm. heading out, like I why not? I uh, I don't feel any shame about it. And if I feel like I'm in a situation where I might want a little extra protection, I will pull it out, put it on.
0: It's like, for God. some people, I've heard a lot of waiters be like, it's my like little safety blanket. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the job, you know? Sean has normalized his so much. I'm I'm at the point where I'm I'm done grinning and bear, bearing it, you know? Like, for everything that's required, absolutely. But the minute I'm out there, I'm like, oh, God, it's the new taking your bra off. It's right. It's got to come off. Right. I agree. Uh, I <laughs> I agree. You have,
1: yeah, this is... Difficult and maybe I shouldn't say it But you have beautiful face tits
0: <laughs> Thank you James <laughs> Thank you I just got them done um
1: <laughs> is a uh, ass joke
2: Alright so wrapping up the show We have a little list of uh, What needs to die once we're Fully open in restaurants
0: And we, we can keep it Light and breezy on this you know Cause maybe I, I just Right away I was just so mad. Like, I understand that basically all the delivery apps, you know, your Seamless, your Grubhub, your Uber Eats, you know, every which way your Postmates. But the fact that to stay alive, a lot of people chose to do this. I am not judging that part. And a lot of restaurants who previously had no delivery chose to do it. But there is so much dysfunction with this system because it'll, you know, as we know, we've said that some apps are like, They'll, they'll order the food for you. And and they're like, actually, we don't have an account. Like it didn't come through to us. We can't make the food, blah, blah, blah. Or the order comes in to say where, where you got your food from. And then someone doesn't fucking bother to come get it for 90 minutes. Whose fault is it? Like the place Uh I ate at didn't make bad food, but we got a pile of literal cold mush. Uh Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and not cool. to
2: mention they're taking a lot of money from restaurants
0: and not paying right. their
2: employees like they should. So it's just, it's it's just not a broken, the, it's fucked not up, weird system. It's not the people doing the
0: jobs. It's not the people doing the jobs. It's the people running the gouging, you know, that have the gouging mentality of these apps because Absolutely. delivery was at a premium at the height of the pandemic. So they're very opportunist and shitty.
2: Yeah, and this is like goes to say with a lot of like app like be your own boss bullshit anyway that all needs to be dissolved you know uh along the same lines there was rideshare grassroots companies starting up where it's just basically like a local group of people like they really are their own bosses they are really in charge of what they're doing they get paid a you know like a living amazing wage um and I think and I, I think and I've been mentioning this for a while. I'm like, get a little neighborhood conglomerate together and all pay a little money to like pay the insurance on a handful of drivers and you all pay them and like that's how it works. I feel like that could be a great little model. Keep it local and then like, you know, and do DIY delivery food options. You know, if you as a restaurant can can't afford to pay the insurance on like your own personal, like share co op it with a few other restaurants. That's what I think.
0: I'm um, Philly and the, And then I think Andrea left on a really great Note um, Bars being packed to the gills
2: mm-hmm. I'm be, over might,
0: that We're over it I mean not to say that it won't come back and we'll, We know the places that are going to be that way But I think like after everything We've been through I can't do it I'm done I can't do that I can't do that and I think I can't I can't have like a fucking
2: three deep at a bar like having to shove my way through people to like get to the bathroom or I can't can't be involved in this anymore and I don't I don't understand when it would come back I don't I don't do I mean there's underground scenes I think where things like this are happening but let's all (laughs) I don't want it I don't want that (laughs)
1: yeah i'm not gonna miss i'm not gonna miss that because i'm always the guy that the bartender like looks at and then looks away and is like i'm gonna get somebody cooler their drink first
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're like no dude i'm not gonna no more liquid death or you cut cut you off off Uh, uh,
1: Um, exactly
2: So, yeah, so I don't know. I think good chat. I think there's going to be more transitions and new things that come in, obviously, because we're just feeling this out as we go, um, that are hopefully going to make this world of the service industry run more efficiently and better for, first and foremost, the workers and the business owners, and then for us as, you know, customers as we go in as well. So, yeah good topic this week guys it was fun it really flowed and was
0: organic
2: great COVID show vid Um, you guys again thank you so much for listening we love you guys so much please rate review subscribe send us those server submitted stories check out one star network get over there listen to
0: all the other shows we have
2: going if you're still hanging Should-
0: on if you're still hanging on to this phone i'll get to you say, if you don't feel like sending in a story how about you write a review about how much you like oh, our show yeah. we'll take go
1: and be sure to read my uh weekly column in the london review of books called vegan shite it's uh <laughs> 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 it's my little corner of the magazine to say what i want finally
2: Oh, yeah. And you, well, you know, we'll get over there, James. But for now, James, you know what we say at the end of every episode? We say Godspeed.
1: And And good tips. Good tips. Good 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 tips, tips, guys.
2: And good face boobies. And good face, please. Yeah, and great tits. Good, (laughs) Good God's Great tits. And great tits on your face.